Well, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our award-winning website, folks, DePietro.com, voted by the people of Rhode Island, number one local news site, according to the readers of Rhode Island Monthly. So thank you again for that. Uh, good afternoon to everybody tuning in, part of our live stream on Facebook. Boy, folks, when you start to have success with the website and also on Facebook, that's when the knives come out. And then the other members of the media, last night, one after dark, we had a huge, huge popping number. And it was just yours truly discussing Kelly Bates and the situation at Channel 10, uh, excuse me, the situation at Channel 10, NBC 10. And, um, and it is just amazing now how people uh, get on guard. And I am going to talk about both the situation and the latest now with Kelly Bates. And then also, folks, there's Governor McKee. There's a big story with, in fact... Governor McKee, and I want to, I will give credit, I want to give credit to Channel 12 that um, how effective is Channel 12 at Tim White? They're, they're altering the governor's media access. That's how much. So, but folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center and it's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Fall is on the way. Homegrown fall mums, kale, 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-inch, 12-inch hanging, mums, ornamental peppers, and straw. Stop it and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Where they also have, remember, homegrown, farm-fresh corn, zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, cucumbers. Look for them on Facebook. Worth the ride. They've had a tremendous season. I'm not surprised. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. We have great service, family-run. Stop it and see them, Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron, at PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Well, folks, there's so many stories on the website. Check it out. And remember, uh, DePetro.com, which is brought to you by The End Zone. Hey, tonight kicks off the NFL season. How about that? Tom Brady and the Bucks taking on the Cowboys. Patriots play this weekend. Next weekend, we're in New York for Patriots Jets. But stop into the end zone. Clean, friendly, family-owned. They have karaoke Friday and Saturday nights. They have the NFL ticket on Sunday. The kitchen is open on Friday and Saturday nights and Sundays for the NFL. And again, uh, tonight kicks off the NFL season with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks against the Dallas Cowboys the Super Bowl champs, Thursday night football, and it's right there. Cowboys Bucks tonight live from Tampa, and you can watch the game at the end zone. Now, the reason I mentioned DePetro.com is, folks, we have more coverage than anyone. Uh, as many of you know, we've been communicating with Kelly Bates. I'm interested to see. I don't know what's going to happen with her, but this is a PR nightmare for Channel 10 without question. Uh, Kelly Bates has now fired back at Channel 10. And last night, you can see the video, Rhode Island defends Kelly Bates. Last night, folks, I mean, we had a large Facebook Live, almost 300 people, which is much bigger than people like Go Local Fraud, who maybe have like eight people watching, if they're lucky. So, but uh, Kelly Bates out at Channel 10. And what's different is NBC 10 feeling the pressure. This is a PR nightmare. And they're trying to figure out you know, exactly what they should do. Channel 10 is saying, well, she wanted to leave. We were sorry to leave, but it was her decision to leave. And then Kelly Bates fired back. And folks, we did post her video on TikTok is now at about 900 
thousand views. Nine hundred thousand views for Kelly Bates, that TikTok video. Many people listening and watching right now are not on TikTok. But if you go to depetro.com, we have the link and then you can see it. But 902,000 uh, views on TikTok. And just to give people um, an idea, and I don't know exactly the answer. There are some either former people at Channel 10 or um, current people at Channel 10. And TikTok is one of those things that a lot of the... Um, a lot of like a lot of the local media people, they would like to have like a big TikTok following. Like TikTok right now, and again, I recognize for for this audience, um, for many people, it you know. But older people are getting onto it, uh, but it is, it is definitely younger. It's a completely different type of uh, platform, and so you know, I I will check it out from time to time but but Kelly Bates my point is no one locally has had that type of success on um, on that platform and a lot of them post videos don't get me wrong a lot of them post videos so now that's interesting I don't know if she had that many followers all right so that the girl at channel 10 she has 225,000 followers that's a lot Tamara News, but her biggest video is, well, all right, higher than I thought. All right, 163,000 views, 34,000 views, 15,000 views, 35,000 views. All right, she's done better than I thought. Uh, some other people have tried it, not has been as successful. She puts a lot into it, Tamara Sarchik. Um, but anyhow, but Kelly Bates is approaching like 1 million, which is... Uh, very unusual, um, and never mind for a local. Now, what's too bad is that, in fact, it it comes on, you know, she, she lost her job, so she's very upset about it. Uh, Channel 10 is trying to say it was her decision to leave, but you can view the video. Uh, Kelly Bates out at NBC 10. She did, she was voted by Rhode Island Monthly consistently top local meteorologist. So, now, folks, while you're on the website, you can also see we have the Wilson Street incident that happened in Providence. And then we also have the uh, Narragansett Bay Commission is now demanding people get the vaccine. We have a number of other local. Also, one of the Sale Street crew has been arrested again dealing drugs, this time in Cranston. Had two young children in the house. I know that uh, someone saw my story on that and then grabbed it, which is fine. But uh, the people of Rhode Island folks are siding. This is, make no mistake about it, this is an absolute PR nightmare for NBC 10. Um, now, listen, I watch a lot of news, obviously because of uh, my occupation. I watch a lot of news, I consume a lot of news through different platforms, but I I watch, you know, I don't always, as I think about it, I just, and again, it's 1213, folks, good afternoon, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, good afternoon to everybody uh, also watching on Facebook Live. Click the like button and then share that you're watching, that way you get notified when in fact we do go live. But um, the whole thing with, with local news is I, I, I will watch the uh, David Muir World News Tonight. It's at 6.30 on Channel 6, the ABC affiliate. He is number one. I just think it's a, it's a very good newscast. I find Lester Holt 
NBC. I can't get past their bias with MSNBC and NBC. Uh, um, you know, any network that would employ Rachel Maddow, I, I freely admit I probably have a bias towards because she's so biased. But I like David Murr. The local news, you know, I'll flip around. I will. But most of the time in this day and age, folks, so, they post their stories on the website. So, for instance, in the channel, channel 12, especially right now, they, um, they are just, they are on, they are rolling right now. And so much that they're affecting Governor McKee's press availability. And I'm going to touch on that in just a moment. But the latest with Kelly Bates is... I don't know behind the scenes if she's talking to them, if they issued a statement saying it was her decision to leave, and then she issued a statement saying that she didn't want to leave, but basically they left her uh, no alternative other than to leave. We have communicated with her. She said that at the right time, uh, but not right now, that she would like to uh, speak out. So I, I don't know if there is conversations behind the scenes and maybe they're trying to figure out um, her social media or Facebook page where she posted that she's no longer with Channel 10. Almost 3,000 comments shared 678 times, which is a, a tremendous, tremendous number. Um, I think... Um, I think the fact that the, I think behind the scenes they're trying to figure out, you know, maybe now they're so upset with her, this can't be salvaged. I mean, that part we don't know. But Kelly Bates, the dramatic, tearful TikTok video that it will be approaching one million views has certainly tilted this in a way that is very unflattering to NBC 10. It's also interesting to me, folks, that, and again, good afternoon at 1216. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And senior citizens discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Maybe it's your washing machine's not running properly, your dryer, or your dishwasher, or refrigerator, or stove, or oven. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. You can also find him on Facebook. This portion of the program, and again, folks, it's on the website. We have a direct link. Is brought to you by the Coesit Inn. Big bar, big TVs, huge menu. The Coesit Inn. A great meal, a fun time is waiting for you. There's a link right at the website, 226 Coesit Avenue in West Warwick. So you have the Kelly Bates situation, which is an interesting and difficult dynamic for NBC 10. And I want to be very clear. I like and obviously know a lot of the people at NBC 10. I see Brian Crandall at a lot of the McKee briefings. Uh, I've known him for a while. Parker Gavigan, Gene Velicenti, Patrice Wood. Listen, they have nice, you know, people, good, real professionals that work for them. And and let's also, Mark Searles, let's also be very careful, Frank Carpano. But folks, also, the two are not connected. Mario Hilario, 
Um, they're not connected. This is management at the station that somehow could not come to an agreement. And I also want to be, people should, this is really important and to be fair to Kelly Bates. Folks, Kelly Bates of Channel 10, she was not fired. She was not fired. They are under contract. Now, what you have to understand is what just people think the contract sounds glamorous. Just keep in mind, most of the time, <clears throat> what the contract does is it limits the ability, whether you're an athlete or whether you are, let's just say, a local television news person, right? People in entertainment. The first time when people offer you a contract, it does seem very exciting. Then you realize what it really does is just limit your options. Because if you're under contract with Channel 10, just as an example, that prohibits you from speaking, say, to Channel 12 or Channel 6 and, and what have you, of seeking outside opportunities, right? Uh, Tom Brady is under contract with the Tampa Bay Bucks. He can't just decide, you know what, I'm going to go play for the New York Giants. He is under contract with certain provisions. Yes, it pays him a lot of money, but to perform for them. Well, the same thing for television. Kelly Bates was under contract for NBC10. She was expected, she can't just... Well, I mean, unless you totally retire and maybe just move out or do something completely different. But Kelly Bates, what I'm saying is she couldn't just suddenly not show up for work and then go with a Boston TV station. Or certainly not without some ramifications. She couldn't just wake up one day and say, you know what, I think I'd rather be on Channel 12 and drive over there. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. It's limited. Her deal has been up. It's my understanding she has been working without a contract. And I'm not trying to get too personal, but this can actually be common where people are in between and trying to hammer out a new deal and they're working without a contract. A good example is, people may or may not know, but the, the Providence teachers for a while were working without a contract. It's a little bit different because their old contract just stayed in motion. But anyhow, but with Kelly Bates, it sounds like Channel 10 went back to her and said, we would like you to stay, but at X amount of money. And I'm, I'm willing to bet, knowing the industry, it was, it was less than what they're paying her now. So I don't know exactly how much. It could have been a big pay cut. It could have been a small pay cut. I, we don't know. But she felt that her situation, what she was being offered, was unacceptable. Ten felt, hey, we're doing business. This is what we are offering you. So they're at you know, an impasse. And basically, they finally said, this is not going anywhere. I would imagine now, this is the final offer. And then they, sounds like they didn't even give her a chance then to say, all right, if that's it, blah, 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 that type of thing. Now, I also want to be very clear, folks, because there's so much misinformation being spread about the Kelly Bates situation. Before I get to the story with Channel 12 and um, Governor Dan McKee. But I saw someone post, no one knows what went on in that room except Kelly Bates and the lawyers. No, that, that's not true. That, that is completely false. I'm sure the news director knew what was going on. The general manager of the station, Vic Vetters, I'm sure he's aware of what was going on. I would imagine, you know, I'm not sure if Mark Searles is the lead meteorologist, but you know, as far as the scheduling people have to know exactly what's going on. So it's not a matter of the only people that know or the people in the room. No, this this has been playing out for some time. So that, that part is 
is not true regards to that. Um, if she's left, it would be very unusual if then she can't talk unless she signed an agreement with them where, you know, she's not going to for a period of time talk or say anything about them. And then conversely, although this thing is kind of going off a little bit, um, but it could be as simple as that. But but it's it's very important because uh, it's very public and actually whether it be in sports or certainly in broadcasting, you know, somewhere this month in Boston, some reporter, anchor, contributor, someone like that, their agreement is going to expire. And then who knows, maybe the station's moving in a different direction. They have cutbacks, whatever it is. But it's, it's fairly common that contracts are not renewed. It's difficult for someone like Kelly Bates because it's so high profile. But um, I also want to remind, you know, I see a lot of people saying, you know, better days ahead and don't worry about it to her and so forth. Folks, I, I mean, that, that's also really not, I mean, the case, it's um, television is being affected with, um, I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but. You know, it's when's the last time you saw someone leave 10 and then end up on 12 or 6 making more money or as much money. So I know people are trying to be supportive and optimistic, but I'll say this. Uh, this is a PR nightmare for Channel 10 that Kelly Bates, that tearful explanation, no explanation. And now all of a sudden it has um, it has drifted you know, into the situation that it's in right now. Now, I do want to with Governor, excuse me, Governor McKee and Channel 12. Before I do that, folks, I want to remind you this portion of the John DePietro show, as I, I apologize for my sneeze, is brought by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook and then the website is recooganheating.com. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Whether it's 24-hour emergency service for plumbing or for cooling or heating, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401 732 65 62. Now, a couple of things. Uh, Chief Hugh Clemens of the Providence Police Department tells the Providence Journal he also thinks that this, you know, civilian that allures his buddy, that he wants to suddenly make a major in the uh, Providence Police Department. Chief Clemens is saying he thinks it should be moved into a civilian position. So this is, um, you know, that's pretty dramatic. That puts him directly against that is the police position. And I, I like Chief Clements. I respect Chief Clements. I think he has done a terrific job as the chief of police of Providence. I have no criticism for Chief Clements. It's not an easy job, especially with the meddling of City Hall. But you have the counselor saying he shouldn't be allowed to do it. Now you have the police chief saying he shouldn't be allowed to do it. I think this thing is going to come to a head. And I know that um, the Boston Globe has a piece out today, uh, Dan McGowan, who, he, you know, it, listen, in his opinion, he knows this, uh, this guy. 
He thinks he'd be good for the department. Um, Providence City Council will eliminate the police major position, create separate police and civilian jobs. It has to be done. It absolutely has to be done. And Dan McGowan has a piece. Mike Stevens is exactly what the Providence Police Department needs right now, but not necessarily in that role. So I'm going to disagree. That's Dan's opinion. I disagree with him. Uh, Maybe they need him in some capacity. And again, I'll take everything they're saying that he is effective and he walks the walk and talks the talks. He lives in the city. He graduated in the city. He could have great impact, work within the community, maybe get more black youth to look into policing, help them in that regard. I mean, I, I'm not, I have no contention with any of those things. However, I don't think it's just a matter of, you know, he's exactly what they need right now as a major. And I also don't think it's just politics. And we can debate whether or not there's a piece that, you know, it's very, um, where is the whole thing? takes a shot at depetro.com because um, it says it's like insulting. Oh, yeah. Um, We're he and listen, there's a big difference. Great. He is. It sounds like he was or is a tremendous college basketball referee. Now, I've heard he has major knee problems, so he may not be able to do that anymore. Here it is. The juvenile crap. Like the belittling meme that's circulating, show him in the referee uniform blowing a whistle during the Sale Street melee. All right, that was on DePetro.com. But listen, he's not a police officer. And that's a, a form of like a political cartoon, right? That's a form of political cartoon showing what is he going to do? That is a situation where you need someone who is going to be in the midst of it and is a police officer. So, I, you know, I'll take the hit on that, but... But right now, police organizations are pushing back. The chief of police is pushing back. Providence City Council says they're going to eliminate the position. But now let me get to the, um, the McKee, the McKee uh, situation, folks. I want to get to the situation with Governor McKee. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM uh, 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. DePetro.com. Hey, this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by the CBD store in Warwick. Now, folks, I tried the fantastic Delta 8 gummies and this the best sleep you've ever had. Stop it and see them. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. You can find them on Facebook. The CBD store Warwick. Hemp and CBD. Michael, his family, family run business right across from Hillsgrove Airport. If you're someone who would like to enjoy a great night's sleep, pop in and see them and tell them that you would like the Delta 8 Gummies Mixed Fruit. First of all, they're delicious. They ensure a tremendous night's sleep. And it is so relaxing. Pop in and see them. And they have everything, whether it be for pets or for different ailments you have. Hemp and CBD, the CBD store. Stop it and see them wherever you can hear my voice. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. I was in there yesterday. And you know what was interesting to me were the customers were business people, were uh, many older women. A lot of people that find it helps them with some of their aches and pains. But stop it and see the staff. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Look for them on Facebook, the CBD store. 
But again, for those of you, if you would like a natural great night's sleep, pick up the Delta 8 gummies right there. And a number of different things. They're very, very knowledgeable. You're going to hear me talk a lot about them. Um, but they, it is terrific. And right across, right off of 95, across from Hillsgrove Airport at the airport, Warwick Airport, CBD store Warwick, 1845 Post Road. Look for them on Facebook. Um, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. Comfort food, cocktails, stopping and see Shane and company. Great food. There's a link right at the website, DePietro.com, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. The Senadale Revival. Winner of several categories, Rhode Island Monthly, and this weekend, they are going to be slammed. 2025 Smith Smith Street, North Providence, the Senadale Revival. Now, I want to get to folks, and again, this is one of those things that I'm not sure you're really going to um, hear about, but I want to tell you right now, it's 1230, it's Thursday, September 9th. Now, normally, normally, and the great Jeff Gamache said to me, now, is are you going? Is there a 2 o'clock press briefing for Governor McKee? Is there a 2 o'clock press briefing for Governor McKee? And... Normally, we would make the decision, should I go, should I broadcast from outside, that so forth. Well, Governor McKee is now cutting back on his press availability. And I know, you know, I know some people don't fully understand what that means based on some of the questions that I'm getting on Twitter, where someone's like, oh, why, what happened? No, it's not what happened, it's what's happening. It's not past tense. Why, what happened? No, it's what's happening. Why would you say that he's cutting back? Well, because he's not having them. Ah, folks, so social media, I think life was better before some people got to confirm that they, you, know, you don't have to blurt out everything that jumps into your mind. What would make you say that? Oh, I don't know, because he's not having a press conference today. Now, this is not a good sign, because when Governor McKee came in, he was like, this is great. We're having Tuesday press conferences. We're having the Thursday COVID briefing and all this free media. And I have my lieutenant governor there. Lieutenant Governor Matos, we're going to go to her. Thank you, Governor. And then he rolls through everything. And then they hit the bump in the road with Tony Silva. And and uh, I also want to credit Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. He and I were discussing. And I was saying, you know, let's see how long this lasts. Governor McKee came into office in March. So April, May, June, July, August. So six months in, and he's cutting down on the press availability. And I'm going to tell you, I think it's because of Tim White and Channel 12. And I haven't heard this, but it sure sounds like they feel, the McKee people feel, that they're being targeted. And I would argue, I don't think that's the case. There's a big difference if you're giving and providing ammunition. So, you know, I'm sure he didn't like the fact, and I'll play this latest Channel 12 story, but... They didn't like the fact that he had the press briefing and then he ran into the problem with his chief, former chief of staff, Tony Silva. And there's nowhere to hide. Boom, the story's evolving. We learned Silva, various things with the mayor of Cumberland, and then there is the governor. Now, in the past, Chafee never had press briefings. The only time that Link Chafee had press briefings was when he was putting the boot on the neck of Kurt Schilling with 38 Studios. And Governor Raimondo, she didn't have press conferences. It wasn't until COVID that then she saw the benefit of 
of having a lot of press briefings and then you get better at them. But anyway, anyway, excuse me. Uh, one day after Governor McKee said he set up a highly paid consulting firm with the Westerly School Committee. I'm going to play this to help reopen schools. The committee chairperson said the company isn't working with them at all. Folks, this is a problem. This is a problem for Governor McKee. His friend, who was on the transition committee, formed a company right after he became the governor. And boom, wouldn't you know what? Talk about beginner's luck. They landed a $6 million state contract. They wanted a $9 million state contract. So Governor McKee is saying, hey, they were helping Westerly. Westerly's like, we haven't worked with them. As a matter of fact, it sounds like the only school committee that has worked with this company was Little Compton. But this is not a good sign. The McKee people are saying, you know what the solution is? We're going to have less press conferences. Folks, that's not the solution. It may be the solution right now. And it's a little bit of like, let's stop the bleeding. But the, the solution is to run an administration where you say to the press, come cover us. Not a problem. This is problematic. I'm not going to say he's going into the bunker. I'm not prepared to say that. But normally, Governor McKee was doing two press briefings, Tuesday and Thursday. So now they put out a press release. There's no press briefing today. There's no press briefing Tuesday. The next briefing is the 16th. So that's a week from today. And then the next one after that is Tuesday the 21st. And then there's nothing on the Thursday. And then the next one is the 30th. So they're starting to just go to once a week and rotating Tuesday to Thursday. Now, folks, again, this is, I, I, there's no other way to say that this is not as a result of Tim White and Channel 12. And now there's some pushback at the Statehouse. During an interview uh, with Channel 12, Tim Duffy said he surveyed all the school superintendents and no one knew about this company that just got the $6 million contract. No one knew about them. So what are they getting paid for? And they initially bid $9 million, And then another company bid under $1 million. And then Governor McKee's people or the administration said, all right, let's, let's do the bids again. So this time they bid $6 million down from $9 million. And then the other company bid $3 Like, oh, I get it. If they're going to go to $9 million, we were at $1 million. Forget it. We'll go to $3 million. And then they went to... Six million. But now you have, you know, Joe Sakachi, the speaker's being asked for comment. Senate President Dominic Ruggiero would not respond to a request for comment. McKee was sworn into office March 2nd. Within months, they landed a $5 million contract. Now, folks, I don't know what to make of this other than Mike McGee, the CEO, longtime ally of the governor, big donor to Governor McKee. He's part of the Cumberland Crony connection. None of this seems good. I'll say this about Governor McKee. Folks, they, they just, they seem too casual about things, right? Like they just seem, I think that's a fair criticism. They seem almost like, why, is that a problem that Tony Silva, the governor's chief of staff, is meeting with a local mayor trying to strong arm him 
into approving a piece of wetlands to be built on. Why, was that wrong? Yes, that is wrong. All right, let's hear the Channel 12 story. Peter, this is what they're working on this Wednesday. As we first reported yesterday, the state has awarded a multi-million dollar consulting contract to a brand new company that is supposed to be helping reopen the state's public schools this fall. Target 12 investigator Tim White joining us live in Studio 4. And Tim, you and your team reported the winning bid was millions of dollars over other bidders, right. they still got the contract, though. Yeah, Brian, that's right. ILO Group, which was just incorporated in March, has a contract valued at up to $6 million. Their job is to assist in the reopening of schools for the 2021-22 school year. Now, Governor Dan McKee told me yesterday they needed ILO Group's help to reopen schools safely. In fact, he said ILO Group is already working with the Westerly School Committee. Here's a clip of that from yesterday. I was down in Westley the other day, and we've set up the uh, the ILO group with um, with the Westley School Committee. So we invite any school committee out there that is working their way through safety issues or any reopening strategy in the in, in the state. Uh, they're available there. Now, just a short time ago, Target 12 heard from the chairperson of the Westerly School Committee who tells us in an email, ILO is not doing any work in Westerly at all. I'm still unclear on exactly how this company can support Rhode Island school districts, and we entered into no agreements. I reached out to the governor's office a little over an hour ago, have not heard back just yet. We'll put their response on WPRI.com. And Tim, we were just speaking with the executive director of the Rhode Island Association of School Committees earlier. He said yep. he did an informal poll of his membership and has only heard back from Little Compton in terms of school districts that are working with that group. Um, so, Tim, what kind of reaction have you been getting from state officials about this report and that lucrative contract? Well, can we know the chairman of the Senate Oversight Committee is looking into it. Senator Lou DePalma said in a tweet that he is reviewing the documents from the contract, including what's called a request for proposal or an RFP. That's where the state asks for bids on a project. I called Chairman DePalma to find out if he's scheduling any hearings with the Oversight Committee, but he said they're not there just yet. He's still fact-gathering. And finally, Tim, Target 12 investigator Tolly Taylor has an important report. It's coming up tomorrow, in fact, on 12 News this morning. It's about air filtration systems in Rhode Island schools. And Brian, this is top of mind for so many parents, teachers, and staff, especially as the Delta variant has ticked up the number of positive cases in recent weeks. Tolly found a patchwork of filtration systems across the state school districts. Some have whole building HEPA filters. Others are using in-room filters. In one district, he found they even installed ultraviolet light technology to hopefully eradicate the virus. As you said, Tolly will have the full breakdown of his findings tomorrow on 12 News this morning. All right, Target 12 investigate. So folks, again, um, I'll, I'll just say this. That is, I, I want to give credit. Tim White, you heard Channel 12. That's very extensive. This uh, investigation, what's going on with Governor McKee, I, I, I want to, you know, he's six months in now. This isn't the first month. For Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. It's not the first month. So, you know, there's only so long that he could say, well, we, you know, we're still new. He used to say, we've only been doing this now 12 days. Then it was, we've only been doing this 30 days. He, um, I'm not saying that he, he can know everything. But the trick is you have to have people around you who can tell you what you don't know. And this story, for the governor to step out there and say, well, they're working, well, you know, they're working with Westerly. And then Westerly says, we're not working with that company. I, I want to, I'm going to defend Governor McKee. Someone told him that. 
Now, maybe this is because his chief of staff had to retire, Tony Silva. Um, but this is, I think it's telling that Governor McKee has decided to cut back on his media access. And part of the reason is, see, they feel part of the reason that these stories are taking off is because the media has so much access to him. So his thought is the more, the less access they have, maybe some of these stories won't get traction. Part of that is true. Part of that is true. It doesn't mean they go away, though. It doesn't mean they go away. It just means that, you know, especially with the Tony Silva situation, boom, it was there Tuesday, and then it's Thursday, and then you're making decisions based on the fact that we want to say this before we have to focus, we have to face the media tomorrow. I think that makes sense. But school leaders, lawmakers mystified by a $5 million contract for a brand new consulting firm who, you know, as we said, who, these people are all friendly and friends of, you know, FOD, friends of Dan. This ILO group, no one ever heard of them before. Well, you wouldn't. They, they just, how does someone incorporate and within weeks they get a new $5 million contract? And then the governor says, well, you know, they're working with Westerly. And then Westerly says, they're not working with us. And then the head of the, the uh, Rhode Island Association School Committee's executive director said, the only one we've heard they're working with is Little Compton. So we're not using them. So then what are they getting the money for? And who told the governor that all these school districts are working with them? And the whole reason why essentially they were giving this company the $6 million is because supposedly because of the amount of work they were going to be doing. Now, this is not good for Governor McKee for several reasons, because Speaker Sakachi and the Senate president, they don't like getting asked questions like this. You know, as I've said, folks, this is starting to become a little bit of, you can take the boy out of Cumberland, but you can't take the Cumberland out of the boy. I am, I think we're all getting insight to in Cumberland, where they didn't have a big spotlight on them, that um, the governor and his cronies were certainly able to skate around certain things, but that is that has come to an end, you know. And I don't want to be cliche. The whole thing of Dorothy, you're not in Kansas anymore, but governor, you're not in Cumberland anymore. This isn't just like tell the Valley Breeze, we'll call them back. This is you have, you know, Channel Twelve, Ted Nisi, Tim White. Eli, they, they, got, they have a good investigative team. They have as, a good as investigative team in this area as anyone, period. And they're digging. All right, you say this company's working with the Westerly School Committee. You opened up that door, Governor. The governor did. So I'm not ready to say that Governor McKee is corrupt. I don't think he's corrupt. I just think that they are a little lax on certain things, or they're not used to being questioned, perhaps. You know, this also goes back to Governor McKee a few years ago had a problem where he was going on a free trip to Taiwan, and he got called on it, and I think they had to repay the money he had been, and then he was going to go back, and it was like, 
Listen, these things are like boondoggles where you get a group of people and they're all going to Taiwan and it's all expenses paid. And that's fine, except you'd already gone on the trip. So the questions were, do you really need to go on this trip again? And then he was trying to justify it because they have these dragon boat races. And, you know, he was saying, I don't think it's a big deal that we go on this trip. And and maybe it, it wasn't a big deal, except once he started to get asked about it, he didn't have a lot of good answers for it. So this, this is a problem. Yeah, I, I'd say. And the less meteor access, I, I'm not convinced that that's an answer either. That just means that, all right, so we're going to make it a little bit harder. So Tim White wants to ask Governor McKee something. So, all right, instead of having his briefing, unless he's totally going to go in the bunker, he's doing, he's going to be at the following. So then the reporters go there. So maybe they're going to make them work a little bit more, but it's not like he's going underground. But I'll say this, folks, and again, at 1246, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If you're this early in, if you're six months in and you're already feeling you got to start to tamper your access with the media, that's a problem. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's people. I went to covered water fire on Saturday night. Governor McKee was supposed to lead the torch down. There were protesters there. Someone made the audible call. Forget it. We're not going to him out there. I don't know if that was the right call. Suddenly, he was invisible doing that. Or visible, I should say. So, I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's his advisors. Right? He can't be doing everything. You think of a football team, right? Bill Belichick depends on his offensive coordinator. Bill Belichick depends on his special teams coach. Coach Belichick depends on his defensive coordinator. And the quarterback, the, uh, the coordinator that works with the linebackers and his scouting staff. You know, when you're Belichick, there's a lot of people you have to depend on. And it's the same thing for governor. It's the ultimate, you're only as strong as your weakest link. We're seeing some problems in the chain. Somebody told him that. Where are we using it? They're working with Westerly. Apparently, they're not working with Westerly. Do I think he's got, he doesn't have to know, he doesn't have time to know all this stuff. But he has to have people that know about this stuff because they're supposed to be advising him. Now, folks, right now on this Thursday, I have a suggestion. If you're hungry right now and you want some delicious food, hey, you know who's open? Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron and Melissa. Pop in and see them. Sausage and pepper, eggplant. How about this for lunch? Meatball calzone, chicken parm calzone, pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, Trump chocolate covered donuts. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. Everything fresh. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 7 to 2. So only have an hour and 10 minutes left. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, we have so many different, excuse me, stories on the website, especially stories about Kelly Bates and video. Um, Check it out at DePetro.com. We also have... You know, the media is not even covering. You remember the whole melee with Sale Street with Taffy, like Candy, and the whole crew. One of the daughters was arrested for dealing drugs in Cranston. Is the rest of the media mentioning that in their coverage? No. Why? I, you know, you tell me. Maybe because they're afraid of Taffy, like Candy, and the rest of them. But one of the daughters, who I believe also trashed that House of Hope, 
in Warwick to the tune of 70 grand, who was absent from the second press briefing, <clears throat> was not at the second press briefing, excuse me, was arrested. And according to Cranston police, they were dealing drugs. There was an eight-year-old in the house. There was a 14-year-old in the house. And the media coverage of that don't mention that this daughter was one of the pivotal people, troublemakers, if you will, in the whole Sale Street debacle. But check it out on the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Mike CP and Company, what a great job they do. Rhode Island and Massachusetts for storm damage, water damage, fire, smoke damage, SOLE, Soul Source Restoration.com. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them 401 712 2700 or Massachusetts 617 is a direct link at the website, depetro.com. But folks, there you, you will see the Kelly Bates stories and the Kelly Bates video. And um, and it's it's incredible. I, I think this is one of those situations. I don't know what Channel 10 is going to decide to do. But uh, this tearful video that she made and put out that now has over or close to, I should say, close to one million views on TikTok. Again, you can link right through at the website, depetro.com. And it certainly has uh, a lot of people talking. It does. Today, today was an interesting day. <clears throat> Kelly Bates. I honestly didn't think this day would go this way, but here I am. Channel 10 said it was her idea to leave. <laughs> I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for trusting me through her so long. And thank you for all the nice things you're saying. Like, it does help. I can't wait to see what's coming next, but right now I do need a minute to breathe. Sorry, it's just a lot. So, thank you. Really, I can't wait to see where we end up next, right? It's going to be awesome. Well, a lot of people are contacting Channel 10 and voicing their displeasure. And, and, and I, as I've said, I don't remember, I'm trying to think, <clears throat> the last time a very popular person was pulled off television. Um, I, I don't remember something like that. The last time, and there has just been such a roar about this whole thing uh, with people stepping forward and really voicing just how upset they are about the situation with Kelly Bates. Now, I don't know what's going to happen, but Channel 10 is probably very upset with Kelly Bates for doing that video, for posting that. And basically, you know, listen, folks, everybody starts to, um, they're not upset about her. They're just upset that they have to deal with this. Right, the news director, the general manager, they're in crisis mode, in a, so to speak. I mean, you haven't seen protests. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, they're just getting a lot of angry phone calls and emails. I'm sure many of the, the people that work there are hearing from people that people are, are very upset about that. Um, and I, I, you know, I don't, there's several things about the Kelly Bates situation. Number one, if you're... People may not like this, but if you're going to do this, 
You're going to do that. You're going to part ways with her. Channel 10 says, listen, we're not paying her more. We know there's going to be a backlash, but we're going to take the hit on it. We know we're going to get some heat. It'll die down and things are going to be fine. The only thing, you, you do that before Labor Day. Now, I don't know why that didn't happen before Labor Day. But the ideal time is they ask for a meeting with Kelly Bates on Friday or Thursday even. And that's where you cut the cord. And then at least you have the long Labor Day weekend to let it filter out. And then you start the new week. But, I mean, that video, her TikTok video, boom, hit on Tuesday when there was no news. So they're getting a lot of pushback on that. The other thing, as I said last night on Facebook, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. Again, we go until 2 o'clock. Um, two people that are in somewhat, I wouldn't say crisis, Governor McKee, but McKee's on, Governor McKee's under fire for this, this, this consulting contract that doesn't seem to make sense to anybody. And Mayor Lawrence is under fire. So we're going to talk about that both next hour. And, and how about President Biden? I was saying he wants all federal employees then you have to get the, the vaccination or you're going to be terminated as a federal employee now. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, but the thing about Kelly Bates is I'm sure some consultant said, what? That's who you have on? Let's get someone younger. I'm not trying to be mean, but let's get someone thinner. Let's get a little bit more of like a, you know, Fox News channel type. Let's get someone like that. Let's face it, a lot of the... Um, Young people in television have a certain look. Most, not all. Kelly Bates was not the norm. Kelly Bates, I think she posted she's 48. I think so. So close to 50. Um, Listen, she presents herself well. She's an attractive woman. She has a great way about her. She's very knowledgeable. And she is loved by the listeners and by the viewers. Excuse me. So... You would almost think that Channel 10 would say, because let's face it, Channel 10, for a long time, they did very well when they had Art Lake and Frank Coletta doing the mornings, right? Art Lake was not even a meteorologist. He's just a weatherman. So I'm sure that some consultant was like, what? You know, get a 25-year-old in there, someone 26. You know, we're going to get a younger blonde. Maybe she was okay 20 years ago, but hire someone half the money, younger, blah, 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 that type of attitude. The only thing is the viewers don't like it. And they're letting Channel 10 know that they don't, that they don't like it. That is the problem. Channel 12 is silent about this. Channel 6 is silent about it. I'm not sure I've read a story about it yet. I'll have to check the, the print. I don't know why they're not writing about it because it's, it's a huge story that has just rocketed. But seeing her so upset they, the one, you know, there's several things you can point at Channel 10. They needed to avoid that. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how far they're apart. There's some very good people that work at Channel 10. I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. It's also, folks, there's an element of this to the Godfather, which is this is the business that we have chosen, right? That's the line in the Godfather. There's an element of that. There's an element of like, listen, that's the way TV works. That's the way broadcasts can be. This is the business that we have chosen, as they say in The Godfather. But you just wonder, unless they didn't want her to stay, unless they did not, for whatever reason, want her to stay. And then they offered her something that she found insulting and said, I'm not 
saying for that. I don't know. Um, but I would be willing to bet that, you know, we could all agree this could have been handled better. Because if you're channel 10, what you don't want is that TikTok video for crying. And everyone is talking about it and rocketing about it. And what happened? I can't believe this. And Kelly Bates is an affable, likable, professional woman who I think people are looking at this and saying, you know what? She deserved better. Um, if Governor McKee was having his briefing today, I was going to ask him what he thought about the Kelly Bates situation. He's talking about we's gonna get, we need to keep people employed in Rhode Island and Channel 10 just parted ways. I don't know. It could have been. Something could have happened to Channel 10 and they were like, we're cutting ties. It, it happens, folks. It happens. If you don't believe me, talk to David Letterman with, with CBS and then Carson with NBC. I mean, and I know that it's the difference of meteorologists, and, uh, but I'm just saying no matter how big, then there's always that time where they start feeling like they're getting pushed out. Um, I don't know how far apart they were, but this, there's nothing good about this story for Channel 10. For Channel 10. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Jack Calvino. Now listen, if you're listening right now and you were in a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, pick up the phone, fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Online, fightbackcalljack.com. He's the fighter, Jack Calvino, 401 401- 785-9400-401-785-9400. Fight back. Call Jack. 50 years personal experience. 100 years total combined with his staff. Jack Calvino, the fighter. You're entitled to be compensated. Call him today. 401-785-9400 or online. Fight back. Call Jack.com. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. The Power Hours next. It's radio only. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another hour to go. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. can listen online at the website, dipetro.com.